0: Welcome to the Weekend Entertainment Edition of the Literature and Film Podcast, aka the We Laugh. Our mission is to inform you of the latest entertainment choices for the weekend ahead, either at the cinema or streaming at home. And now, from a remote location on the East Coast, in the heart of Flying Bull Production Studios, your hosts, Richard Lusk and Ryan Bull.
1: Welcome to Laugh, episode 185. It's a wee laugh for the October 7th weekend. I'm one of your hosts, Ryan Bull. Joining me across the table, as always, is Richard Lusk, the second host. Oh, wow. I've been demoted. You're still a host. Alright. You keep this up, you're going back to co-host
0: status. Wow. <laughs> oh, that, that Soon will be intern. Ooh, we, we, we need an intern. <laughs> we need an intern. That'd be awesome. To keep uh, Dalton entertained. Get us coffee. I don't like coffee. It's the world's most overrated drink.
1: Yeah. Well, he could get you hot chocolate then.
0: Okay. All right. Fair
1: enough. Uh, so there are three movies coming out. Put this in week.
0: your applications at uh, Facebook.com, the uh, Laugh Podcast, or Twitter.
1: I like it. Uh, Three movies coming out this weekend. Uh, some Oscar bait, some suspense bait, and some child bait.
0: <laughs> oh, wow.
1: Teenage Ouch. bait.
0: Uh, Pre-teen woo. I don't know. Uh, Where Where do you want to start here?
1: uh, Let's start with Girl on the Train. This is probably the film I'm looking forward to the most. Spoiler alert. This comes to us from director.
0: What's the spoiler?
1: It's my favorite for the week. Oh. Because normally I'm going to ask you at the end, where do you spend your money?
0: (laughs) You spoiled the podcast.
1: I spoiled the podcast. Wow! I spoil everything.
0: Wow! Nice. All right. Uh,
1: Girl on the Train is from director Tate Taylor, who directed The Help from a couple years ago, the award-winning film. This stars Emily Blunt, Haley Bennett, and Rebecca Ferguson, and the plotline is a divorcee becomes entangled in a missing persons investigation that promises to send shockwaves throughout her life uh this is drawn early comparisons to gone girl Uh, by me yeah yeah but it definitely seems similar to that coming out same time of year
0: it's got girl in the title
1: yeah i'm really looking forward to it i was drawn in by the trailer i need to hurry up and read the book so i can go watch the movie you're gonna
0: read the book first you're gonna do that experiment Yeah,
1: it worked so well for Gone Girl. Oh,
0: that was one of the worst movie-going experiences we had. Well, uh, for me, okay, maybe I'll
1: I'll see the movie and then go read the book because we're supposed to be getting a hurricane this weekend, so I'm going to be without power, so I can't watch any movies. So maybe I'll just read the book thing. I'll go watch this Friday or Saturday morning. Yeah, the
0: internet is upset with this movie because it's got "girl" in the title to refer to a grown woman, and they were kind of upset about the Gone Girl thing, the whole Gone Girl girl controversy.
1: They're not celebrating that we get all these wonderful female actresses. Emily Blunt we love. We enjoyed Haley Bennett in The Magnificent Seven from two weeks ago. And Rebecca Ferguson was great in the last Mission Impossible
0: film. Uh, two of my favorite uh, female actresses are in this as well. Alice and Janie. She was in uh, Tallulah, on Tallulah on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's a good little movie. And Laura Prepon, Orange is the New Black. Yeah, She's in this movie also, and also the 70s show, you guys might remember. And another actress is in this movie is one of your wife's favorite actresses, Lisa Kudra.
1: Oh, yeah, my wife loves Friends. From Fred's. yeah. yeah.
0: So it's one of the three actresses she knows.
1: I think this is a great cast of female actresses.
0: Are you concerned that it's, right now, 50% on Rotten Tomatoes? No. Not at all? Not because at all. Because Gone Girl was way over the top on I, mean, I think... Gone girls up in the 80s or 90s. Yeah, and we didn't really care for Gone Girl. Uh,
1: I'm looking forward to it. This is rated R. It's going to be 112 minutes, so
0: even if it's not that great, I mean, it's two hours of your life. Tate Taylor, The Winter's Bone was one of the best movies I've seen in the last 10 years.
1: He wrote the screenplay for that, right? And I think
0: he's the director on it, too. Okay, I I could be wrong. Um, I might be wrong, but he's attached to that movie. That's a good movie about female empowerment and self-agency.
1: Okay, I mean, I've heard people talk about the novel for this. They say it's great. This seems like a talented director. Really love the casting. I I mean, to me, it's worth a roll of the dice, especially considering what else is out there in the box office.
0: Does it bother you that the woman that goes missing is named Megan?
1: No. (laughs) Not at all. Wow. Okay. Not at all. I'll tell your
0: wife, Megan. Megan.
1: Um, Also coming out this week is Birth of a Nation. This is an early frontrunner for Best Picture nominations. It was. Uh, might still be. We can talk about that. This is uh, a story about Nat Turner, the slave who led a revolt in the South, the famous... um Turner rebellion (laughs) right yeah uh he's played by nate parker who also wrote and directed this film and the film hasn't been without controversy apparently nate parker was a bad boy back in college and there was uh the allegation of rape it never really went all the way through the court system and the rape victim later committed suicide so
0: yeah not for him i think the other guy went through the court system they were apparently the other guy is a as a screenwriter on this movie, too. I, I don't have his name. I didn't write it down.
1: Uh, Gene Magini. Or, no, I'm sorry. That's wrong.
0: He's noticeably absent from a lot of the press and a lot of the pre-press uh, you know, um, uh, interviews that they're doing. Yeah, the, the packaged yeah. information. I mean, they're doing a lot of control on this. They're, they're trying to redeem it because it was the highest sold uh, print from Sundance ever coming out of Sundance. It made $17 million. It was brought up by Fox Searchlight. Mm -hmm. And then these rape allegations came out, and that sort of uh, tempered people's enthusiasm for the movie itself.
1: Well, it hurts they can't do a lot of press because Nate Parker has refused to talk about the rape stuff. I mean...
0: But wasn't he just on 60 Minutes?
1: Oh, he just did then? Because I know know for a long time he, he was refusing to talk about it, and that wasn't helping
0: no uh, yeah I wet
1: the public's appetite to last hear about weekend
0: they, he just went on 60 minutes and i think okay. he addressed the rape allegations but or whatever the controversy surrounding it um oh the message boards on this you know on f- imdb it's rating 4.9
1: okay yeah i, I had a 4.8 but on rotten tomato it's at 81 so percent. those are critics
0: this- that saw it before yeah but some,
1: how many ratings are in for birth of a nation and how much of this is actually people who've seen the film are oh, rating a lot of those it.
0: critics went to sundance
1: well for uh no for imdb oh no they're I, just, I think they're ron Tomato, to the
0: yeah. controversy i think uh, you know the whole controversy surrounding it for our our current times uh you know the the state of affairs that our race relations are are in right now is fractured and frayed and Uh, A lot of people are just sort of emotional about it, and they get on the message boards, and (laughs) yeah, don't, I mean, if you want to avoid controversy in your life, don't check out the message boards on IMDB for The Birth of a Nation, because uh, it's it's not going over very well, at least on that forum.
1: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how well this film plays. It doesn't need to light up the box office, though to be nominated for a bunch of awards here in three months.
0: No, but Fox searchlights wants to make back its money. And the best way for them to do that would be for it to get awards considerations. I'm sure that the Academy is pushed away from it a little bit because there was a lot of pre buzz, you know, coming out of Sundance about Mm -hmm. this movie, pre Oscar buzz surrounding it. Um, especially based on the Oscars. So white controversy from the year before. So, it's, it's sad, but it's, you know, it's easy for us to, to disregard art because of whatever foibles we see in the artist. Mm-hmm. I, I, I haven't watched Netflix's, uh, Woody Allen television series because, or is maybe it's on Amazon. I don't know. I'm just not interested in Woody Allen anymore. And he really hasn't been, you know, he hasn't been convicted of any sort of crime there's just this stink about him that puts me off. So I, I mean, I don't know if I'm a hypocrite or not in that regard. I know I was enthusiastic about birth of a nation and it just, I'm sort of now more and more disinterested by it. And I I don't know if it's a function of the controversy or not.
1: Yeah. No, I understand everything you're saying. I do think movies like fences or loving, which are also dealing with race relations and, um, a lot of issues within the African American community are going to benefit from Birth of a Nation having all this bad press. Cause I mean, in the, at the end of the day, only so many movies get nominated for Best Picture, and the Academy community doesn't like to nominate two movies that are, are too similar to each other. So,
0: Fences. They like
1: a nice variety.
0: Fences is getting a, is Denzel Washington's, um, Movie his first directorial debut is getting a release in time for Oscars. Yeah, okay, because we watched the trailer in class, and the kids were interested in it. And uh, I, I, it said it was coming out in February, I think.
1: So I was. Oh, I, I thought they were. I, I thought they've moved it up. They may have. So it's they quite it, possible. I didn't know it Was ready. Yeah, it's based on the August Wilson play, which I think is one of the best plays ever written.
0: Do you think they moved it up because of this? Possibly because they knew that Birth of a Nation wasn't going to be the 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 darling of the media you, anymore? You,
1: you, you see that, you know, lame animal and you realize, oof, they, huh. they are now prey. Wow. So All right. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, also coming out this weekend is Middle School, The Worst Years of My Life. Uh, this is for the middle schoolers in our audience to go watch.
0: Or people that are repressed and, you know, have never never matured in their life. what's well, kind of fun.
1: It looks like a Nickelodeon film. It's about an imaginative, quiet teenager who's tired of his middle school's obsession with the rules at the expense of any and all creativity. Uh, and he's desperate to shake things up, so he, you know, makes his principal's life a, a
0: living hell. It's got uh, Rob Riggle in it. Love that That's guy. The, yeah, he's a good guy, but he's normally in, like, raunchy sort of sex comedies, I think, mm-hmm. the most recent one I remember was 21 and 22 Jump Streets. 20, the 21st and 22nd Streets.
1: Yeah, maybe? but he, he looks funny in this. I, I mean, if I had to take a kid to a movie, I don't think I would hate watching this. I would love to take my brother to this because he loves slapstick. Okay. And it seems like it's been a long time since we've seen some good slapstick up on the bit screen.
0: This is directed by Steve Carr, whose initial movie uh, was Next Friday. That was his directorial debut. It was also his highest-rated movie on IMDb. <laughs> uh, then Dr. Doolittle Part 2. Direct-to-video. Paul B- Paul Blart Mall Cop oh, Made well. a lot of money. Yeah, that wasn't horrible. No, Puppet Master 4 and Movie 43 was his last movie. Ugh. So he's the king of the sequels and the king of movies with numbers in their name. Yeah. Stars Griffin Gluck as Rafe Ketchadorian. Now, I don't know which of those two names is preferable. <laughs> Like, if no. your name were Griffin Gluck, would you prefer to be called Rafe Ketchadorian, or would you rather go the other no. way? Uh,
1: this is a movie that was made on the cheap, so if it can make 8 to $12 million this weekend, it's going to do really well.
0: Oh, it won't do that. Not with a
1: East Coast hurricane coming up. That uh, does hurt. Um, but, you know, you never know. Later in the week, without power, you head to the movie theater to cool off.
0: Screen written by Chris Bowman, Hubble Palmer, and Kara Holden, whose last movie was last week's Masterminds. Masterminds was in production hell. Well, not necessarily production hell, but they had to wait a year or even more before they put that out. This is the second movie then that these guys wrote together. And it's two weeks in a row that their movies have come out. What would you feel about that? Like Uh you've written two movies. You kind of, I mean, you're getting some, kudos and or for a bunch of positive energy for your first major movie release and then a week later you got to go through the whole thing again like you, you can't like focus your time or energy on anyone yeah sadly slicks. i
1: think they make more money with this film because masterminds, uh, mastermind's bombed. Not doing it? did it yeah bombed and i don't see it doing anything this weekend <laughs> I, I think it's already starting to drop out of theaters which is you know a shame it's got a good cast yeah, and all, but it Jared Hess? just means it gets on HBO that much quicker. All right. So uh, if you're staying home, you're hunkering down in the hurricane, what could you watch on streaming?
0: Well, as long as your power isn't out and as long as you haven't lost internets, uh, Netflix has a decent movie for you to, to check out. And I think it should be required viewing for kids in high school. Maybe not ninth graders, but at least 10th, 11th, 12th graders. Uh, it's the story of, it's a a documentary, a, a true story of these two girls, well, actually more than two girls, but the, the main girls who surround this, uh, tale are Audrey and Daisy. And they are two girls from two different sides of America, teenage girls who passed out while intoxicated, um, at high school parties and then were sexually assaulted by boys that they thought were their friends and then in the aftermath, they get ridiculed by their school and their friends on Facebook and social media. They have to endure all this hideous online harassment, Uh, attempt suicide, both of them, and one of them dies. Apparently, this is something that happens with some regularity in our country. Um, The film explores this new public shaming of people who are victims uh, from the perspective of the teenagers and their family, and It actually interviews some of the boys involved in the case and the girls involved in the case and some other girls who had similar cases, but have decided, you know, they were able to move through it and move beyond it. And, uh, it's just, it's riveting. It's sort of fascinating and it's horrifying at the same time. Uh, it's like watching a train wreck in a lot of cases, especially the cop, the, the sheriff of one of these small towns that interviews or arrests the students. And I know that there's always a certain perspective and there are always two or three sides to a story or whatever. But in this case, the guy comes across as as a big part of the problem surrounding sexual assault and then the ensuing aftermath. So um, this is directed by John Shank and Bonnie Cohen, and it's been distributed by Netflix. And that's my net pick of the
1: week. And I'm not
0: like enthusiastically... Saying everybody should go out and watch it, but I do think because it's, I'm not like enthusiastic. I love watching it. It was actually kind of uh, uncomfortable.
1: It's a movie watch. everyone needs to see. It's like Schindler's List. You don't get up like, "Woo!" Tonight we're watching right. Schindler's List. There's another
0: movie uh, that that documentarian, one of those famous documentarians, the uh, the the German documentarian did on texting and driving. It's on YouTube actually, and I can't remember the guy that the famous documentarian that also does narrative movies. Do you remember? I don't remember his name, but I thought about showing that in my film class or, or even to my tenth graders because it's about the horrors of texting and driving and what could happen. So it's a cautionary tale. Werner Herzog is the guy's name, um, and so this is in the same arena. Uh, they do some interesting things with animation, um, and I don't know this. It's it's the sheriff at the center of one of these cases that is kind of the most surprising. So, not to spoil anything, that's just kind of where my mindset was this weekend, and I watched it, and I'm recommending it. All
1: right. And available on Netflix, that's Aubrey and Daisy, the documentary. Three films are coming out this weekend, Birth of a Nation, Girl on the Train, and Middle School, The Worst Years of My Life. Uh, We're not in agreement about what to go see? I say go see Girl on the Train. You're I don't know.
0: I was leaning towards... Birth of a Nation for a while. I don't know. I I, I really don't think that we're going to have to worry about it because <laughs> I don't think we're going to get out. I don't think we're going to get out of here. I think the hurricane's going to hit. Right. Maybe on Sunday we'll have to figure out what we're going to do. After yeah, we might that, be a little aftermath. late
1: bringing you a show because it's yeah. kind of hard to post it on the internet if I don't have power. Yeah. So,
0: or record, or any of those.
1: So we'll see, but we will get something out to you guys next week. In the meantime, if you go to the theaters and watch anything, please send in your comments and reviews. All right. So those are all the new releases coming out for this weekend. Thank you for joining me, L Train. Thank you. There be dragons.
0: of everybody.
1: Welcome to Laugh, episode 185. <laughs> oh, it's good to know I can always make you laugh. Yeah. All right. For reals this time?
0: Oh, that's not for real. Oh, I got to restart that. All right. Okay. All right.